This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, July the 25th, 2016. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed. Well, welcome back, everybody. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Thank you, Ramon. Listen, if you're a regular listener of this show, you know what we do the physical delivery of gold and silver. And we do it better than anybody else. We believe that it's our philosophy, it's our drive to provide the best service and provide the best products. And the man behind it all has been on vacation, and Ramon gives them a big welcome back. Joe Jaquin's been on vacation for a week. He's the owner. He's the leader. He's the CEO of the Patriot Training Group. He's also been out at sea. We'll find out if he has sea legs still, if he uh, was able to handle all those choppy waters, what they call the Mexican Riviera. Hey, give us a call at 1-800-951-0592 or go check us out online at allamericangold.com where we deliver economics with attitude and without any further to-do, ado. Joe Jaquin, how are you this morning? Hey, happy Monday, and uh, I'm back. I guess that's all I can say. You know, when you take a vacation, an actual vacation, which doesn't happen that often. I mean, it's just not the way we grew up. You know, I remember when I was a kid, every year, we piled into the station wagon. So it was, you know, your mom, your dad, it was my three brothers and I. And, you know, every every vacation started out with some form of a threat on a freeway. Don't make me pull this car over. Don't make me come back there. <laughs> Right, and you strategically placed yourself in the, at least for me, I was always in the far back of the station wagon because I knew I was out of the, the pervert, you know, the backhanded slap reach. You know, you, you wanted to be out of that. But we'd go somewhere. And, and you, for us, you know, we were big sports. Sports was very important to us growing up. And every year we went to a different city to watch baseball games. And we'd catch, you know, just two. You know, we wouldn't go for a whole series, but but we made sure that the cities we went to, if it wasn't like a big city like New York or Boston, you know, if you went to a, you know, Wrigley Field, we went to Chicago, we went to St. Louis, I mean, we were all over the place. But then you always did other activities. Right, you go to the amusement park, sure. Right, and do that, and all of those things, and you'd spend a week uh, with your family members doing fun stuff. And anymore, that it's just—I mean, at least for me, you know, I'm a small business owner, and and have been now uh, by myself, solo. You know, all the pressure used to be on Eric. Yeah, I was just the partner, uh, but all the pressure was on Eric. Now it's all on me, but really hard to do anymore. 
usually we, we make fun of Ramon, who's the king of the staycation king. The extended weekend, man. Right, right. I'll take, uh, oh, we're off on Monday. I'll take Friday off, and we'll call that vacation. Uh, so we were out for an entire week. And I, when I tell you, we, we, we took a cruise. We'd never been on a cruise. We went on this cruise. And, you know, I think you have two camps. You have the people that love it, right, and they swear by it, right? And they're, you know, the cruisers. You know, just like anything else, you, you got the VIPers of the, of the cruising. And then you have the people who, who can take it or leave it. And we had never been. Uh, my brother and his family came. My mother was with us. So, you know, it was a, a, a nice family setting for us. And I'll say that it was it was perfectly fine. We had a great time. I'm sure it had its pros and cons. Right. Well, well you know what? There was the uh, uh, threatening of a beating. There was one of those, right? So you covered that ground. Oh, so the boys were being boys. Okay, absolutely. Okay. All right. That's boys what, were that's, being boys. That's all right. And, and so you, there was the, the, the threatening of beating. Uh, we had a great... I, I'll say this. I've never been scuba... Not scuba. That's the wrong word. Snorkeling. Snorkeling. There yeah, you let's, go. Let's be clear. There's okay. two totally different yeah, things. Yeah, uh, scuba needs training. <laughs> yeah, snorkeling, no training. That was fantastic. Yeah. I, I would say of the whole trip, that was my favorite thing. Uh, those people that told you, oh, you don't even feel it, that you're on the boat, you're liars. <laughs> liars. Did you have to wear the patch behind your oh, ear? I didn't get that, but I was taking the Dramamine. I mean, Dramamine? It, was, it was bad for me. Okay, okay. I mean, it was, it was... Did you ever, you know, lose your lunch there? No, 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 not that bad. Did you ever feel it? Oh, it... There was a couple it happened, of, Yeah, man. there was a couple of times I was like... You know, was, there's, there's 3,000 people on a ship. Somebody's getting sick. Somebody... I thought it was going to be me, but it wasn't. It wasn't me. Uh, but, but we did have... We, we, it was great. It really was. It was, it was. it was a fun time. But it's definitely, at least for me, will I go on another cruise? Yes. Will I be like, oh, I got to go every year, or I run on 20 cruises? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, my wife and I have been married 27 years this year. Or are we going on 28? Anyway, that doesn't matter right now, because it's not <laughs> till November. It's one of those. It's one of those years. We've been on uh, three cruises. Three three or four. Wow, that tells you how much they mean to me. I'm just telling you, I, my, my biggest thing is, uh, kind of like what you did, the snorkeling. I love the snorkeling, the jet skiing. Forgetting everything and just having fun. Well, you know what was hard is I had nothing. I mean, there was no... No access no to access. email, it, phone calls, nothing. Nothing. You're not. You're so I couldn't team, talk man. to Wendy. I couldn't talk to you. Uh, big shout out, by the way, to Eric, because uh, he came in and did some extra shows for us. Yeah, and, he did. He and, was a And champ. to you, obviously, for, for that, and Wendy... And then everybody else that were, allowed me to be able to do this. Listen, uh, I had two goals while you were gone. One was the place didn't burn down, okay? Two was uh, it wasn't robbed. I, I will tell you, I screwed up the alarm. I screwed up the alarm one day. Neighbors came, everything. And it was because I set the complete alarm from front and back, and they were back there. It was just, we made it, though. We made it without you barely. We missed you, buddy. Welcome back to the Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after. My lover stands on golden sand. 
Patriot Radio News Hour. Double J in the love. 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number. Uh, back from vacation, I just feel like uh, i got to be retrained all over again. And uh, I know that, at least for me, it was it was probably a good thing. I mean, not having any access to anything. Is, being off the grid, what was yeah, it like? I, I, how yeah, was right, it for being you? Being off the grid. How, well, how was it for you? You know me and my phone. I'm not a good cell phone user, right? I'm not, you know, Mr. Gadget and hooked up to this and that, and I'm on my Here's phone. Here's the other thing you're not. That. You're not a teenage girl or a teenage boy who's getting texts all day long. Right. Listen, you get texts about your kids' basketball, worst practice. You get some texts from me about, you know, job searches. We're doing here and there. That's it. Okay, when's our next tea time? It's not like you're missing out on that, but you have to be going. What's the price of gold? I had what no happened idea. to gold and silver? Didn't know. What was going up and down? Well, Didn't you know what know. was going on in the market. Never saw it. Not one time. And you know, how did how, was it nerve wracking? You I, know, I and I saw we had a few uh, station TV wise CNN. You got CNN, which I thought was funny. Here you are on the cruise. You can't get Fox, but you could get CNN. And for whatever reason, you had the Florida was the you, you know the local state was uh, two news stations from Florida. Go figure. But other than that, and let's face it, we didn't spend a lot of time in the cabin anyway. Uh, but yeah, I really didn't see much. I saw the uh, the coup attempt in Turkey. Sure, right. Sure. So I saw Big that headline. on TV. Big headline. Um, the German thing, right? The the terrorist attack there in Germany, and matter of fact, I guess... That was on a train, I believe. Right? Because there was also a train terrorist no, this attack. No, this was the shooting in the... Uh, boy, I don't even remember what it was now. I want to say in the McDonald's at the mall. That's what oh, it was. Oh, that's what it was. That's You're right. right. Okay, yeah. Mall. And then, uh, apparently, I guess there was a suicide bomber blew himself up in Germany today. Uh, only killed himself, wounded 12 others. And there was some other attack as well, another uh, refugee uh, in Germany as well. But the news media wants to talk about the the uh, DNC, the DNC, right? The Democratic Convention. See, and that's what you missed most of last week. The headlines was all RNC, the Republican, the Republican Convention. How okay. great this person spoke! How lousy this person spoke! And but the big news of the Republican National Convention was Ted Cruz not committing. Oh my gosh! Did I think that's a a great thing. Well, yeah, but did you hear the speech? I did. Okay, so, I mean, it was, as soon as he gets off, Newt Gingrich comes on and just kind of has to, you know, steer everybody back away. Let's get away from that uh, subject, and let's get people on point. We are here for Donald Trump, and and uh, it was, it, it, to me, I thought it was a bit of a narcissistic move of, you know what, you didn't pick me to be president, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. And that was Ted Cruz. That's how I took Ted Cruz. <laughs> Big crybaby. I don't know. I never liked Ted Cruz. Something about him. I don't hate him. Just Well, I'm just saying, you know, for me, he was creepy. And and for whatever reason, I just, you know, first impression, what have you, I never liked the guy. And uh, I'm, I, I, so I, I, I don't really, care. I really believe with Ted Cruz, you know, um, now until November, this will be a blip on the radar. Forget about him. 
Forget about him. I mean, he's not supporting you. He's not for the Democrats. Well, then who are you for besides yourself? Get out of the way. Let everybody else play. You know, take your ball and go home. But I will say this. The one one thing that I've, uh, and not that I spent a lot of time, but I saw it a lot on the Internet today because it is the convention for the Democrats and Hillary, was the the DNC, right? The, The, I guess now what you'd say is the, Let's pressure everybody into making sure they support Hillary, right, instead of... Well, there was that email scheme right, with that gal. Scandal. What's that gal's name? Walterman Schultz, who ran the... She's the head of the... She, essentially, she's in charge of all the fundraising and the money and the support well, apparently of she the ma- Democrats. Yeah, apparently she was schooled by Hillary on how to manage her email. <laughs> okay? I, my, my thought is she was schooled because apparently there was a secret coup. Good, let's make sure Bernie doesn't win. Let's make sure everyone votes for Hillary. But, but, you know, we had the same thing kind of in the Republican side as well. And here's what I loved about it. It just really goes to to our point which and we've been saying this for a long time it's already been decided they just go through the theatrics of allowing you to cast a vote and having you think that it meant something you matter right but now you're really finding out in this and I don't know why in this election in particular but we found out guess what really you don't matter I mean we had some states on the Republican side where the people didn't even get to vote. Exactly. Right? Right? We're not even going to pull punch. We're not even going to let you vote. We're just going to decide for you. And and so you see the same thing on the Democratic side, and, and it just, if anything, it should have angered me, right? I should be upset about it. And instead, I've got the opposite approach, which is, yeah, I already knew that. I wonder, my thought is with, what happened? What's happening at DNC and what's happening with these emails? Because it affected Bernie and how Bernie has last week and the week before how he endorsed Hillary and how we're, we're going to stay on the same team. How how do you think he felt when he found out what he knew? He had been saying it. Oh, they were, that they were behind his back. Why, why do you think he was? I don't made, think he, he may knew. not have had the actual proof, but he knew. Because he was telling, even when he was, he was telling everybody how corrupt this whole process really is. But maybe this is why we're in the shape that we're in. You know, and it's funny because I'm reading the Wall Street Journal trying to catch up on things. And, and there is this article talking about the debate over borrowing sees change in tone. This was the... The headline. And that's what caught my eye. Like, bar, bar, what do they mean by borrowing? Debt. Debt. Okay. Debt. Debt. No matter who wins the White House in November, don't expect to hear new call for reduced spending. Gone are the fights over yesteryear over striking a grand bargain to slash the national debt. In their place, a new debate has emerged over whether America's borrowing capacity has gone up and how the nation might be able to actually take advantage of it. The top candidates from both major parties have made scant mention of addressing the rising long-term deficits 
and are calling instead for an increase in federal stimulus. And and I'm thinking to myself, you know, this is really why most people don't have a clue to what is really affecting the country. You think about right now what we're really witnessing globally. Japan, right next to dead, if not dead completely. All of Europe, right next to dead, if not dead completely. We're, we're, we're saying, you know, well, we got a little bit of growth. We're, we're not dead, right? We're not dead, but we're running out of, right? We're, we're, we're running out of time. None of this feels like a recovery, right? The stock market uh, was at or near all-time highs, right, when I was leaving. Absolutely. What is it, at 18.5 today? Uh, Great question. It's down 115, 18.4. 18.4? But still, near an all-time high, yet nobody's celebrating it. Matter of fact, everybody's kind of like, there's a house of cards. What are these guys doing? What are they thinking? And it all really can stem back to this one issue. This is really, it's an economic, it's a financial problem. And this is the reason why you need to make sure. You have to do it. You need to be your own Federal Reserve. You need to make sure you protect yourself against this fiscal problem. It's a financial problem. It's not anything else. It's not an immigration problem. It's not a jobs problem. It's not a trade problem. Those are all just symptoms of the real problem. Right? The real problem is a financial problem. And, and the Wall Street Journal's right. They don't want to talk about it. Because they know they don't have the answer. Well, you know what the reality is? They do have the answer. They just know they can't tell it to you. You know, you think about the last time that you had this. This was the last hurrah of Alan Greenspan. Think back to the Clinton years, the fake surpluses, right? The protect. Well, if we don't count everything, then we had a surplus, even though we know they really didn't. But that's irrelevant. The thing that was going to make all of this financial problem go away was the fact that we were going to run budget surpluses. That the national debt which was only a little over $5 trillion at the time, was going to be zero by 2010. And then all the money we saved on those interest payments were going to allow us to pay for Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid and all that stuff. But now, the same man who said it was going to be okay, don't worry, it's going to be okay, 
now tells anybody who will listen and listen. The funny thing is, is he doesn't get many chances to say it anymore. You better get yourself ready. Because this is a financial problem. And, of course, who is the head financier of the world? The U.S. Central Bank. They're the ones that created the monster. Right now, let's face it, like any good politician, let's face it, anytime you can put something in and not have to pay for it, who's not going to do that? You want free this and free that, right? It's like Bernie Sanders. What did he run on? Free stuff for everybody. Right? Free stuff. If you're white, if you're black, if you're Mexican, if you're gay, if you're this, if you're that, I got something for everybody. How are you going to pay for it? I don't know. And this is really the huge problem that faces all of us. It's inescapable. It really doesn't matter. And this is what America is starting to find out outside of that real tiny sliver. Outside of that that tiny sliver of one percenters. And really, like I said, it's not even really my opinion. This is my opinion. It's not even one. It's about a half of a percent. Because some of those, you, you make 250000 and you live in New York City, you ain't that wealthy. As Homer likes to call it, you're just at a different level of broke. But for all of the rest of us, this really feels the same. Is it as bad as when all of your friends and neighbors and family members, maybe you personally, were losing your home? No. Is it as good as any other time in America? Not, I'm not even talking about the great times, just the regular times. Absolutely not. Why? Financial problem, that's why. Pager Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe, we missed you last week, man. Highlight of the week of your vacation, what was it? What do you think the best part of your vacation was? That's a good question. I know that for the, as far as the trip goes, we all enjoyed the snorkel. We, we, you know, we were all together. My mom. She went in there? My brother, my, my, my brother's kids, my kids, his fiance, my wife. I mean, we were all together, and that was, that was great. Now, part of the key that makes snorkeling good is you got to be able to see. Right. right. It can't be murky water. It can't be murky water. So the water was pristine, and, and that was a lot of fun. But I, I think the just the fact that it was a real vacation. You know, most of our vacations have been one of my boys has a basketball tournament and will either go a day or two early or stay a day or two later. Yep. Right? Not really, a whole, you know, a whole week vacation. I can't remember the last one we did where it was solely, nope, we're just going on vacation. You know, I think last year we went to Pismo Beach. Sure. But that was a long week, and we took a few days. Okay, we're going to be off Thursday, Friday, and Monday, and I'll be back. You know, you did one of those. Not, But not this was... 
You know, and, and I'm the same way. You know, every summer, Pam and I take the kids to Idaho to hang out at Grandma and Grandpa's house. I don't like to call that a vacation. That's staying at, that's just staying at more family's house. Uh, vacation's what you did. You were on a cruise. You guys did excursions. You guys went to some place that had, you know, palm trees and humidity. Don't oh, get me wrong. I'll we have palm trees here. I'm going to tell you right now. Wow. Yeah, I, I, it was great and all that, but we were we spent a couple days in Cabo and a day in Puerto Vallarta. I would never go there. It was so humid. It was just, and it was really hot. I don't know if it was it hot here. It was really hot. No, it was exceptionally hot here it last week. It was really hot. It was so humid. You missed out on the monsoon trolling in. The sand, the big, you know, the, what do they call them, the haboob? <laughs> yeah, we had a couple haboobs come into town. Um, uh, overcast rain, all that stuff um, throughout the valley. You, yeah, let me tell you, it's Phoenix. It's just but, you know, when we got home, it was like 114 degrees. It's hot, right? man. It was yeah. like 114 degrees. And it, that was way better than when we were walking, you know, we were uh, buying the souvenirs in Cabo. And we had spent the whole morning, you know, we were on the beach, right? We went on a little tour on the boat and saw the sights and did some jet skiing. We did the banana boat thing. We were in the ocean. And, Wow. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now, we got it, we cut it short. Humidity. Like it, yeah, it the was humidity. so humid. We were like, finally, we're growing in the shop. Everyone pick out a thing and let's get back on that boat. Just so humid. Because it yeah, was bad look, humid. I hate humidity so bad because I, I, there's nothing worse than, uh, and I golfed, I remember, in the Cabo area or someplace in Mexico, and I remember the humidity being so bad. You'd wring out your shirt. You know, your that, shirt came, It wasn't that bad. It really was. You, I, I, I mean, they talk about drinking water here, you know, staying hydrated. Whoa, I mean, the humidity there. I, I know exactly where you're coming from. I know you're exactly I, where you're I from. don't know what, you know, people talk about the humidity like in Texas and in Florida. I have no idea what that really is about. But if it's anything like it was there, I wow. How, how do you live there? I don't know. I, I just, It was bad. I believe that. And I, we were having a great time. We were talking about, oh, yeah, maybe we could, you know, just come to vacation here for a week, forget the cruise thing, and just go there for No. I'm like, no way. I can be. No, absolutely not. Maybe it's the time of year. Obviously. Maybe. It, I mean, obviously it's the time of year, but anyway. Anyway, I, we digress. So, so that's what we did, and that's what, uh, but it was nice, and, it was, and it's a hard thing to do. I'll tell you, wow. Let's just call it what it is. That's an expensive thing. Touch you back do. a little bit. Touch you back a little. Bit. Oh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, way more than I wanted it to, and it's it's a painful thing. I mean, really, you it's a you, you make it that you almost are like you know what? It has to be done. You know what? My wife said it had to be done. It had to be done. And and we'll be just like everybody else. You know what? Yeah, for the next you know three or four months, let's cut it all back to pay for our trip. Good. Good for you know? Sarah. I'm glad Sarah take. You know what? She took initiative. Said we're going. Call your mom. She's coming. I don't know if that's how it went down. Next thing you know, your brother and his girlfriend are in from West Virginia. Well, yeah, and they right? actually uh, uh, got engaged on the cruise. Oh, that's wonderful. Hey, look at that. How about that? You got to share that with your family. I think that's great. You know what? I just wonder this. We talk about people and economics and all of these things. You think our little, a lot of our listeners are going? I haven't been on a vacation in five years. Either. Yes, I yes, because because I, I know this. And I'll say this: I the whole been, time I was on the vacation, 
I did enjoy it. I did, but in the back of my mind, the whole time, wow, this is expensive, right? That's just how I am, right? Right. It's expensive. Now that I'm back here, I, I, I gotta make, I gotta make some money. We gotta make some money. Right? I gotta make some money. Pay for that I gotta pay for that. I mean, it's just that's so hard to do, and it's just it's incredible when you think about you know. At least when I was growing up, it was that was just a fact. Everybody did it. Everybody went on vacation. You know, you were describing the family truckster getting in the station wagon. Yeah. We didn't have a station wagon, but my mom and dad did the same thing. They loaded us up. But a vacation for us was to go see my dad's brother in, you know, McAllen, Texas, or in Laredo, Texas. And we'd go stay at family to family. It'd be a big circle of stopping off at relatives' house. You know, from there, maybe hit a Six Flags, maybe hit right. a water park, all of that. And our parents, you know, uh, and, you know, I just believe. Cost of living-wise, from doing that in the 70s to today, the cost increase is dramatic. I believe it. I believe it. I just believe it's dramatic because I, I just look at, you know, you've kind of shared some numbers. That's an expensive vacation. When my parents could have never done that. They could have never afforded that vacation. But because... They were staying at my uncle's house here, my mom's brother's house right, there. Right. There's no rent. There's no hotel rooms. You know what I'm saying? My dad paid for gas. They fed us when we got there. And I'd hang out with my cousins, and we'd play kick the can and play baseball, and we'd play soccer and all of these things. that he said it was wonderful. You know, I just don't believe that a family, you know, can I mean, Well, even today, you, and you take the different types of, of groups. So there was that, hey, our vacation, really, we went to our aunt's house and our uncle's house and our grandma's house and there, right? And you did the, the, the big loop and you threw in a water park and a, a Six Flags and all that. And, and today, I don't think people can do even that, but you were still, it was still, you were gone a week. A week. That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, what's it like to get off work for a week? Right. Can you imagine being an electrician and say we're leaving for a week? I know they take vacations. I have clients that do it, okay? But who does the work when they're gone? Who finishes the project when you're gone? It's tough for these guys. It's tough, man. It it's really is. It's tough. Oh, my goodness. I, I was just looking at a headline that said, and it asked the question right here, while people go on vacation, can your employer require you to work overtime to make <laughs> up for the time you were gone? And I think they can Ramon always on point with the music as he comes back in. Welcome back to Patriot Radio News Hour. If you're in the market to protect yourself against whatever the future may bring give us a call at 1-800-951-0592 or go check us out online at allamericangold.com it's as easy and point as point and click, yeah, point and click you can order online don't forget uh, the metals program well we highly talked about that we had wendy walk people through last week you know how simple it is to give her a call and you set the date you set the amount and you're part of a you get four Gee. deliveries a year. It's yeah. just great. It's a great way to do it if, uh, uh, you know, because a lot of times, you know, we'll run specials that are in the thousands of dollars, and that may be out of your price range, but uh, 
You can start with as little as a hundred dollars a month. There is no maximum. You're in the plan with with just hundreds of other people that that uh, that participate, and we make one mass buy at the end of every quarter, which allows us to to uh, sell you product at the cheapest prices. I mean, you're buying like you are the big hitters out there and actually buying better than them. Uh, that's a great program. Don't forget, if you've got an old 401K or an IRA from three or four jobs ago, uh, we can do uh, hard assets IRAs uh, where you actually, uh, the physical metal is stored at the Delaware Depository on your behalf. Uh, that's another great program, and that that works just like any other IRA. It's FDIC insured for for whatever that's worth. It, it's insured for the uh, the two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like I said, the metal actually gets stored in the Delaware Depository. It used to be stored at HSBC Bank, but they threw them out. Why did HSBC Bank throw away free money? Because well, the really big guys, the billionaires wanted the vault space so they threw threw out all the IRAs so the billionaires because hey it's just easier to charge one billionaire than it is to charge you know thousands and tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of little gold holders HSBS checking out they've got your back Uh, I guess not no and so now it's all stored at the Delaware depository Uh, and that's a that you know I guess it's the second best option. No, you don't get to hold your own gold. But yes, the gold is actually there. The one thing that a lot of people don't realize is you can't always request, hey, send me the gold. I mean, you still have to pay your taxes and all that. And if you send them the gold, well, someone's got to, you know, make the account right. So you may have to sell some of the gold to pay for your taxes, but you could actually, instead of getting money back, or, hey, send me a check, you can request that your gold get sent to you um, if you so desire. Obviously, you still have to pay your taxes, and if you're not of age, you have to pay uh, the penalty. Uh, be aware, I want to, you know, and I've talked about it very few times. One time I actually did a big show about it, the at-home gold IRA. Some of these dealers out there advertise these things. And I'm just going to tell you uh, what it's all about. Be very, very careful. They claim to have found this quote-unquote loophole in the law. Um, I've looked at it. I've actually consulted with three different tax CPAs. All of them came back with the exact same thing, which is not not legal. Uh, you can do it. They, they You do it by setting up an LLC and doing all these things and st- allegedly storing it at a safety deposit box at a bank. Most of these dealers that offer this program force you to sign a document that releases them from any liability in case it really isn't a loophole. Uh, But I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, But if you are so inclined to do so, you can do it. But uh, if you're looking at uh, doing the IRAs, which I know 
the government allows and, and you don't have to worry about the IRS or breaking any laws, uh, feel free to call us. Wendy can help you at 800-951-0592. The most popular question I get on the IRAs, hey, I've got a 401k where I currently work. Can't help you with that one. They don't allow for those things. Uh, It would have to be somewhere where, you know, it was you'd left the job or you're retired or, or you have it outside of. Uh, your current employer's 401k, uh, but but that one there you're kind of you're kind of stuck with part of these companies' plans, right? You're you're stuck with the options they give you. So if you have an existing 401k from your existing employer, uh, that we cannot transfer. Uh, and by the way, transferring it's a simple trustee to trustee transaction. It's it's actually. A relatively simple process. There's just paperwork involved, and so you got to do the paperwork. But Wendy can help you do that. Like I said, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You know, we were talking uh, about this being a financial problem. What's different this time? You know, allegedly we're on the seventh year of this recovery. If it wasn't a financial problem. Wouldn't the Fed funds rate already be back up at 5% if it wasn't a financial problem? Right? Think about that. We've been in this quote-unquote recovery, at least according to these people, seven years. The Federal Reserve is going to have a meeting starting tomorrow. The Federal funds rate is at a quarter of a percent. And everybody, you know, the whole world is split as to whether or not the next rate hike is going to be higher or lower. Right, right. No one's really sure. And then you start thinking about all these countries with negative rates. If it wasn't a financial problem, Wouldn't the Fed funds rates all be where they historically would normally be? Of course they would. This is why you need to get yourself protected. Make sure you're your own Federal Reserve. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. Final segment here on this Monday. A quick look into the markets. Uh, gold and silver pretty much unchanged. Uh, silver is 1965 right now. Uh, literally unchanged. Uh, gold is at thirteen hundred and twenty dollars. Uh, it's down two dollars at thirteen twenty. Uh, the Dow's down a hundred and fifteen points. Uh, the big news apparently now: crude oil is getting too cheap again. Uh, crude oil now below. I think it was forty three dollars this morning. Now another dollar plus a barrel, and uh, we're back into the. Cheap crude is bad for stocks. I don't. What what was it? Less than uh, forty days ago, they put it in a booster seat at fifty eight bucks. Now it's back down to <laughs> yeah, yeah. back down to forty three. I mean, it's just, I mean, nothing changed. Well, summer drive time season's almost over. That's what is that what it is? They 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 like to you know I just, just when, mean just the when you want you know we were talking about these vacations. You know they do it on purpose. Oh, it's, it's everyone's going to be driving in their car. Let's raise the price. 
So uh, now, now that that's over, let's bring it back down. And then they're going to sit there and say that because <laughs> we're going to be saving so much money, it'll stimulate the economy. But I will say, so we're sitting here big week. We got the Federal Reserve. We got the Bank of Japan. We got all of these things coming. And I, I, I'll tell you right now, I was glad to see, you know, silver back below $20. And I really think this is a great buying opportunity on silver again. Uh, you know, the last time I, I made a call like this, silver was, what, like 14 bucks. Uh, I think silver is in a, in a nice spot here. Uh, if you're looking to buy U.S. silver eagles, uh, those are available this morning. Wendy, what are they for? $465 a roll on U.S. silver eagles. Uh, the gold market, gold, same way. I think both of these are off their highs. Uh, they want you to believe everything's great, and we're going to get some great words of wisdom from Janet Yellen. Here's the words you're going to get. Well, we're still not ready. We're not sure. We're data dependent. The same stuff we've been getting for the last almost year now, and I, I think this is a another good entry point uh, into both markets, the silver and the gold market. Uh, I have some U.S. $20 gold pieces today. Uh, they're 14 and a quarter, so that's really, you know, that's, you're talking about $105 over spot, just a great time to buy. I know uh, everyone's trying to get in the last of their summer vacation, but take the time. Listen, this is a financial problem. This isn't anything other than too much debt, and they papered it all over the world to try to give the illusion of prosperity and now all of a sudden, we're not talking about, you know, your neighbor not being able to pay his bill. We're now talking about countries not being able to pay their bills. You're talking about even the countries that own printing presses are stuck in the same problem. And you're seeing these central banks, what are they doing? They're out there buying their own debt back. They're buying up corporate debt. They're buying up stocks, trying to, what, give the illusion of prosperity that really doesn't exist. And really, at the end of the day, we all know, eventually, the bubble pops, right? The prices, the real price discovery comes in. And if you wait until then, you've waited too long. So before that happens, give us a call, 800-951-0592. Homer and I will be back tomorrow. Everyone take care. Enjoy the rest of your Monday.